Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Reality Informant. I'm your girl, Allie. Hey, guys, what a week. I honestly, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, jazzed to hop on the microphone today and talk to you guys. I have a lot of thoughts that have been stewing, and I felt like I was happy on TikTok this week, uh, meaning I just had a lot to say. I hopped on uh, a few times, and some was reality TV related, and some wasn't. Change of pace for me, right? Um, this week, you'll also be able to hear the frog in my throat. Forgive me. Um, allergies, man, here in New York. I don't know. My family's, we're feeling it. So forgive me if I take an extended break for getting rid of the frog or just taking a sip of something. Um, anyway, I am super excited, like I said, to chat. There's been a lot going on. Um, let's see. In a week, where did our week end? I mean, I know... I have not been with you guys in about two weeks. I think the last episode we dropped here was with Elle, um, Elle Murasaki, where we chatted all things Housewives. She's the best. I love her on social. Um, it's Elle Murasaki. You can find her. Um, love that plug. She, she is so great. Uh, I had her on. We We got to talk about her story. We talked a little bit about, you know, her like future plans and her podcast uh and it was just a really good conversation and I think you guys know I obviously do a lot of content creation on TikTok and just like meeting these people even if it's over the phone or like I guess via Zoom in these kinds of environments <clears throat> it's been so just refreshing and eye-opening and frankly rewarding because you know, I think I've talked about this before. Doing this whole thing has truly been for me like a really nice outlet. I never really had a hobby. Like after I got into like my, I don't know, like mid twenties, I was like, what am I doing? Like, what do I do? I, I go home and I watch reality TV, which I still feel like is a valid thing. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I wasn't like in a running club or like doing book club or anything like that. Um, I had long hours with work. I was working um, in advertising in the agency world, and my my hours were crazy. And uh, really, I just, like, gravitated towards TV because it was the end of the night. You'd, like, veg out, and I'd watch reality TV and, like, Bravo and Housewives, and those voices were the background noise, which, have you guys seen those viral videos? They're hysterical. Um, People are posting them, like, within our niche, if you will, of reality TV uh, having like the housewives yelling and I most, a lot of them have the Tamara thing. That's my opinion. And they're like doing something really mellow, like work or, um, I don't know. It's just like the juxtaposition of this loud, crazy, just dialogue is something that's soothing to us all. And we can all resonate with that. Right. Or relate with that. Um, to that. It's good stuff. Anyway, um, this whole thing has been like a, a really refreshing project. I'm just so happy with it. I'm learning a lot. Um, just how to approach podcasts, also what people want. Um, it's funny. I I've done like a wide range of it. interviews. Um, 
I've done like true recap episodes. I've done like deep dive situations. And um, it's just interesting like which ones pop off, which ones don't, the timing of it, how sometimes things pop off like months after you posted them. Like very interesting. Anyway, it's all been good. This whole thing um, has actually served me. I was just texting my girlfriends and I said, wow, uh, being chronically online, I guess, has served me. Um, just got some good news. I'm excited to bring that to you guys in a few weeks. Maybe I'll be able to talk about it. Um, but yeah, like this project is now opening doors in other spaces. It's really cool. Uh, but again, we'll chat about that. So what's on the docket today? I feel like there's a lot going on. Um, we have obviously some like pop culture news like we have a lot to talk about in the last week it's been busy the last week it was it's like friday midday right now um last week we've had like sophie and joe jonas announce the divorce that was like a whole week ago there has been a lot of life happening there's been a lot of celebrity breakups makeups or reunions friends like let's get into it and then Honestly, I think I'm going to round out today's episode really talking about Southern Charms premiere. Uh, If you guys follow me on TikTok, you know I love Southern Charm. It's just like one of those guilty pleasures. Uh, I felt like this season was going to be lost. I'm still like, hmm, what are we doing here? Let's get into it at the end. Let's spend some time there today. Um, Okay, what to chat about? Hmm a lot. Can we first, okay, let me just do my chronological order. I think next we can talk about really at the same time last week, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner was the whole Carl and Lindsay situation. I haven't really hopped on here and had like an extended thought here. Um, I've posted some really interesting videos that are getting quite the reaction on TikTok uh, where I'm highlighting past clips of Carl talking about things that he admits truth to. And I honestly just found it interesting. And what are the clips? One clip is from season two. Carl is thinking he's having like a guy's night with Stephen. Remember Stephen? Ah, yes. Stephen McGee and Ashley. Oh my gosh. What the twins work is Ashley work is. I have to cough. Excuse me. My smoker's lung. That's a joke. I sound like Cruella DeVille. Um, anyway, I sound like I'm hacking up like a thousand cigarettes. Gross. Um, anyway, Carl is meeting Steven, what he thinks is a boys night. Ashley Workus is there. Carl's like, Ashley, what are you doing here? They have a conversation. Steven basically like just out of nowhere blindsides Carl seemingly to the viewer, uh, bringing up. How in the past, Carl has admitted to Stephen that he's had received oral sex from a guy, uh, which is interesting. Obviously, Ashley is like, huh? Like, news to me. What? Um, Up until this point, Carl has only presented and identified, you know, outwardly as straight. Um, So, this was a surprise to the table. Well, really, Ashley. And Carl, that it was being brought up. Anyway, I I brought this up. I was saying, like, just interesting, like, food for thought. Honestly, the, rea- the reason I posted this was because the rumor mill. I just feel like it came out that, you know, there was a pregnancy scare with this 
person and how terrible like at the you know che- Carl cheated on Lindsay with this said person allegedly and I'm sitting there I'm like why does it always have to be so like dark why does she have to be the pregnant woman like maybe she wasn't and if she is like that's a really difficult situation that I'm sure they went through together uh but it just seems so dark and what I was really saying is like guys this could literally be anything we see so much on these shows like don't just just don't assume everything you read or watch you know so I put that out there obviously there's like a huge reaction people are like mad that I posted it they think I'm uh like trying to speculate on sexuality which is not the case because in my opinion he literally says he's straight I even like doubled down on that because he was on Watch What Happens Live last year. I also posted this clip and Andy, out of nowhere, in my opinion, asks him this, asks what happened in season two. Now this is last year, okay? Like a lot of time has passed. Why is this coming up right now? Um, I just, he, he even said, like, I identify as straight. That whole situation was confusing for me. So, no, it's not speculating. He's, I mean, he, he's telling us he is one thing. So, I'm going to accept that truth and show you that there are, like, many sides to stories of people. You know, just don't assume everything. Um, or that, like, the truth is the truth. I, that could have been a lie, too. It's all it's so, we don't know. We just have to go on based on what these people are telling us, right? Anywho, it, that all happened. I posted those things, you know, they had been a little bit quiet. I think the public was waiting to like hear something from either side. And Lindsay finally releases a statement. Let's read together, friends. Because I actually think that she handled this very well. I mean, listen, she's a PR profesh. Like we knew that that was going to be kind of how it landed like no matter what she was gonna she was going to have a good response to whatever it was um um I will say this reading this back like again I'm like wow this is really like super duper 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 dramatic but I mean I don't know I guess if if I feel like it's just like her one shot to say something and also kind of like stick it to him uh so this is what she said I would like to start by saying thank you for allowing me the space and time to process my emotions, heal, and grieve the loss of not only my relationship, but my friendship with someone I considered my best friend for eight years. The last two weeks have been the most heartbreaking and emotional weeks of my life. My entire life and future was ripped out from underneath me, and I've had a hard time making sense of it all, with no answers or closure on why. I feel humiliated by how it went down, and simultaneously heartbroken that it happened in the first place. My trust has been betrayed, and coming to terms with that has been difficult for me. This was not my decision, and I do not agree with quitting a relationship at this level without trying everything possible first. I have spent the last couple of weeks finding my closure and peace. I am forever grateful to my best friends who have not left my side and have been picking up the pieces of my heart and life every day from the fallout. I am still grieving and trying to process all that has happened, but I felt it was important to update you all. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for the love and support from my friends, family, castmates, and all of you for carrying me through. P. 
period. This happened on Thursday. Did you like my reading? It was so dramatic. I loved it. Okay. Anyway, this happened yesterday that she released this. This is in response to Carl. <laughs> Carl deciding to put out a statement earlier in the week. I swear, this is like, I don't know. I don't want to say it's funny because it's not fu Like, it's not funny. What Carl said was ridiculous. I'm going to pull this up. But basically, apparently, he did not even, what's the word? Like, approve it with her, you know? He just posted it. So he goes like this. Words cannot possibly express how difficult the last two weeks have been for Lindsay and I. We are so incredibly sorry to all of our guests for the confusion and lack of communication. We were left trying to figure out how all of this exactly happened before we could even have the opportunity to determine the path forward amongst ourselves. There have been a lot of false narratives and misunderstandings that have made this all the more painful, but sadly, at this time, we are not moving forward with the wedding. The fact of the matter is, Lindsay is devastated and I'm crushed with how all this transpired. I graciously ask for some patience and grace to heal and recover while we navigate this extremely difficult time. He then goes on to acknowledge like the payment and he'll pay everybody back, but like that's that that's the least he could do, okay? Um I actually well, hold on. So, this letter is to the guests of. This is like this Carl's statement isn't to the public. It was sent privately to the people who were like supposed to go to this wedding. And we know this because Sierra basically comments on someone's post. I forget if it's like a comments by celebs or something. I, I don't recall. But Sierra comments and says along the lines of, like, this is so weird that someone would, like, be paid for this letter. Because it was a private letter to her closest family and friends, you'd think, right? The ones going to the wedding. So clearly this wasn't supposed to get out. Um, but Lindsay has an opportunity to respond publicly and she does. And okay, I posted this on social and I was actually taken aback by some people feeling like she's still taking no accountability. I am wholeheartedly in this situation, team Lindsay. Okay. I understand Carl had to do what he had to do. And listen, I will say this better now than later you know like you don't want to go through a divorce like that's horrendous I would I, I mean I have not been through one I could imagine how horrible it is um he's trying to not do that I get it um but what I guess I am more turned off by with Carl is the fact that he did it on camera apparently um I guess to be determined we just don't quite know but if that is true and he broke up with her on film, I the respect is dwindled. Um, anyway, this letter gets out. Lindsay responds. People are responding that they feel like she still takes no accountability, like she was crazy in the relationship. Guys, we are not in these relationships. I fully have the self-awareness to understand that I am podcasting about people that I do not know personally. I do not know their relationships. I do not like the innards of them. I do not know, you know, how they really fight. I don't know. Like, you know, there's just stuff we don't know. But you guys are making huge sweeping assumptions and it's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. All right.
I said what I said. Like, please, you don't know how crazy he is behind closed doors. Like, you just don't know. Um, what are my thoughts on this whole thing? I think Carl knew the day after they got engaged or something. Like, I just feel like he, like, had these weird, like, worrisome doubts. And he's an overthinker. I mean, from what we see all the time, like, with him, he's always, like, hmm. Like, I don't know. I feel like he's always pondering things. And, uh, this is, like, the one to ponder, you know? Um, I don't know. I do think, like, I do think there was probably cheating because, I don't know, I just feel like he slipped up. But we shall see, friends. That one is a, that one's going to suck when we watch it back. That sucks that they have to live it in real life and it's truly like a year later, especially when it's like a what, like an engagement. Ay, ay, ay. Uh, okay. Next up, what do I want to talk about? That's fun. Hmm. I'm doing like a little bit of a different, do you like this format? I'm like a lot more cash. I think it's good. I think sometimes change is good. Um, Let's talk Salt Lake City. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, friends. I really liked it. I liked, I'm liking the first few episodes. I'm going to hold on really breaking it down. I think next week I will try to do a little bit of a, like a three-part uh, recap on it. Um, but I'm really loving it. I will say, I have to say this because I got to put it out there. The Heather Gay like renewal party or like restart refresh whatever party it was and her like saying like we all went through like this trolling the horrible trolling I had to make a video and discuss it because like no girlfriend the horrible trolling was really towards you not the group you because you couldn't admit that Jen punched you in the eye like and we were annoyed because you were lying about it and we all knew it um, so I have to, I just had to say that because it was like so ridiculous. But anyway, that was happening. Um, I'm really liking it. We can definitely discuss it. Monica, new housewife. She's giving like bad girls club in a good way. Like it's just, she's just giving that like messy, chaotic energy that you cannot fault because she's just being transparent, you know, like she's not doing anything really wrong except telling her truth. You may not agree with it. I mean, her... I, yeah, here I go. I'm going to go down this rabbit hole. But I have to... <laughs> we have to talk about it, obviously. Um, her talking about her being with the, like, sister-in-law's husband. I, I The husband. I don't know. Her sister's brother. I, the marriage. Oh, my God. I totally just screwed that up. But you know what I'm getting at. We'll talk about it. Put a pin in it. That is a very good show, guys. I don't know why people aren't, like, thrilled with it, but I enjoy it. It's a guilty pleasure. Um, still don't get the Mary Cosby at all. I will say it week after week after week. Do not get it. I just don't. Let's talk about um, the OC right now. I want to talk about Real Housewives of Orange County because I feel like we're at a place where... The audience is having a new reaction to Tamra. And I am very interested in it because I have always felt like, listen, she knows what her job is and she shows up to work. I don't like the way that she does certain things, but I don't dislike her. Does that make sense? 
Like, I just feel like I wouldn't do it that way, Tamara. Like, come on, come on. Um, like, she's so messy, and she's so, like, I'm just going to leave this little nugget here, and I'm going to walk over in there, and I'm going to just see what happens from over here, you know? Very much that energy, and I'm just not a fan of that. So, yeah. Uh, but she's doing her job and I appreciate her for it. And I just think she is a funny person. So it's like one of those things, but I've just noticed like that people are like putting out publicly, like what is going on with her? Like, I don't like it. I don't like the way she's being. Um, so interesting, very interesting. I had also, uh, obviously acknowledged the Emily of it all. I love her this season. I know that she's been a pain in the ass in some areas, but I just love her. I feel like she's finally getting the recognition she deserves. I think Heather Dubrow needs to like do her own thing. I mean that in the best way. I know she's on that network. I think she needs to have like a truly like a house design, interior design show, and she needs to flip like crazy things. That's what she needs to do. You could still do it on Bravo, but I just think it's like not working. I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? Let me know. Okay. OC. I'm going to put a pin in that one because I really do want to spend time on Southern Charm and I don't want to like keep you here forever. Um, really quickly, a couple of like high level notes. Um, Roni, we saw the seating chart come out. Uh, what? <laughs> um, I, yes, I thought Jenna would absolutely sit next to Andy Cohen. Not the case, friends. Not the case. Uh, I, uh, I'm just pulling it up because I need to, like, make sure I get the other ones right. I'm pretty positive I have. Yeah, I do. Oh, God, it's weird. Okay, so you got Andy in the middle. Then you've got on his right side, Aaron. Then next to Aaron, Jenna. And to the right of Jenna, Sai. What? Okay. And then back to Andy. To the left of Andy, Jessel. Then Bryn, then Uba. Okay, here's what I would have done. I probably would have done... Hmm. I think I would have done... Jenna... Sa across from Sai. And I would have done... Definitely Aaron across from Bryn. But then Uba... Jessel, I guess. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I do. I don't know, guys. That one was weird. That threw me for a loop. But I don't know. I just feel like things are uh, things are kind of picking up over at Bravo. We got some stuff going on. Um, speaking of going on, let's get into the premiere. Let's get into Southern Charm. I'm like very excited about it. Clearly, I'm I'm kind of like I'm just ready. Okay, so ahead of Southern Charm, the premiere, you know, they have their reunions and I just had it on before and I have to say it. And I brought it to TikTok also. I totally forgot and buried the entire Whitney and Naomi storyline. What was that? Guys, that happened. And that was last year. It wasn't like forever ago. It was last year. I feel as though we are just so used to like all these like crazy, weird, like messy relationship things popping up that we don't even blink anymore. We're so desensitized. 
Um, anyway, yeah, I heard that. I was like, what the f I forgot. Um, I should have just kept, kept it there in my forgotten place. Anyway, moving on. The premiere. Oh, it felt like an old friend, you know? It was like, oh, they're back. She's back. We missed you so much. And obviously, the cold open. Like, <laughs> we see Taylor, like, shitting bricks being questioned if she hooked up with Austin and you know then we see the back-to-back -back, like basically Austin's version of that and they're both like dancing around I mean Austin really wasn't but she was and you know they have uh they have the like vignette and the like showing kind of Taylor and Shep's relationship it falling apart how Shep was involved like they're kind of, they're showing uh, Taylor's relationship with Olivia like it's they're they're really setting the stage if you will and then we see the two months earlier uh, text overlay on top of screen and here we go here the fuck we go <laughs> we start with Craig and Paige and uh, it's great I feel like we're seeing their relationship again and I just have to say there should be no question from Craig's vantage point. Oh my gosh, I just kicked my toddler's truck. Did you hear it? That really hurt my toe, guys. Oh, mom wounds. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, I feel like Paige is so clear in that she is a family girl. Her family is so important to her. She literally cried at the thought of being away from her mom. I get that, Paige. I understand. It's okay and normal uh that's just like her truth she wants to be near her family she likes living in new york that's what she wants for herself i don't think she's ever said to cry i mean granted we don't know we're not in the relationship again right tying back to earlier uh we don't know their relationship like the really inside baseball of it all i just feel as though Craig should understand Paige's, like, desires. It's clear that she doesn't want to, like, do that. So, I I don't know. Again, very obvious to me. I'm a little lost at the whole thing. Um, as to why he's, like, spending so much time confused as to, like, why she's not, quote-unquote, there yet. I think because her there is in New York near her family. And I think if you were there, Craig, I think it would be, like, a little bit of a different picture. I really do. You know, I see a lot of that online chatter about, like, them not liking each other. I don't think that's true. I think they actually love each other a lot. I think Paige is just very certain with, like, what she wants. And I think she's hoping that she'll come around that way. And maybe in in the process, he might come around her way. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, love to see them. Then we get to highlight Madison with Brett. Okay, Madison, this version of Madison is great. I love her. I think it's, I'm I'm just really relating to her a lot right now. Just as a mom, like being married, you know, not too long. And I don't know, it's just there's something just really nice about her right now. She's very funny. She's saying she wants to be Martha Stewart. You could see she's like lit up talking about Brett. Brett is a, a head or chief firefighter, head firefighter, oh my God. chief firefighter. And I didn't know that he was working out in California. I did not know that. That's an interesting dynamic, a situation. Uh, so it seems like he flies in. 
and you know he's on three days in a row and then he comes back I don't know it's an interesting situation anyway I'm loving this era for her then we get to Austin obviously after them we have to see him and he's like drinking his ashwagandha tea and lord knows he's gonna need it uh by the end of the episode and you know he facetimes with Craig they catch up and I just like like seeing that all and all of them together um you know then we're seeing uh them talk then we we really uh highlight I think at this point it's Olivia and Taylor where they have their like fake rollerblade promo situation I mean the 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 sponsorship there uh wasn't really quiet uh but it was so random I feel like rollerblading is one of those things that's like so cute but I just could absolutely never I would eat shit all the time so not for me um but anyway appreciated that moment they're chatting and I am going to say something that's like weird and I think it's like really interesting and I don't know I like it I don't I don't know to what to do with this it's a thought and I just want to put it out there as Olivia was talking to Taylor about like the kind of breakdown of her and Austin's relationship she goes they go back and forth and she's like basically trying to say that she's confused like how it kind of just stopped because after the last reunion they reconnected and agreed that they'd like kind of try it again and he really expressed to her and said like I want to do this I want to prove it to you blah 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 the whole thing okay she says to Taylor that he then kind of just like stopped like he kind of went away like it just wasn't like it just changed something changed at this time and we all know like Austin (laughs) he's very high maintenance and like no matter where you slice it like he is high maintenance whether it's like the kind of person he wants what he's looking for there's just like a lot of requirements it feels as though I don't I don't know I'm just I get that Olivia, I know had a nose job and I, I just want to, I say this like so gently because I think do whatever the hell you want to your body. Like it's, it's totally cool. Like I've always been that way actually. Like my whole thought process is like if, if my kid says when he's like 15, I hate my nose and it's like a thing that he talks about for a while and I can tell it's a real confidence effector I guess um yeah if it's gonna make you feel good about yourself and make you get out of a headspace of thinking negatively about yourself like I'm so for it I know that this happened and I just like don't I wonder if Austin reacted to that I don't know I mean some people do I think that that is a valid thing to say is it crazy and like disgusting if he did yeah like (laughs) shallow yes um a thousand percent but I wouldn't put it past him and it really it's a it's commentary on him uh so I was just wondering that just a fleeting thought crazy I know and I don't think it would be right at all um but I was like what else happened during that time I really thought like did were things going on in Olivia's life that he was like this is too much and then I'm like she have that at the same time or was he like I just 
He didn't know what to do with it. He's the most awkward person of all time. I think we've all gathered this, right? Especially after this premiere. Um, there were a few moments. Uh, I We'll get to it. Um, I just, I could, I could see it. Anyway, they talk. I'm trying to think. What's next? Oh, then we saw, we did see Vanita, which was nice. Um, and... But she has a boyfriend, which is nice. I like that for her. I think that this is like a good version of her. We're going to see a different Vanita. Um, I'm into it. Honestly, this is going to sound crazy. I don't seem to have taken any notes for Leva. Is that possible? I don't think so. I don't think so. Well, I guess I didn't, guys. And you know, that's going to sound so bad because, if you know, last season I gave her a hard time at the end. But I just I did not. I Even, like, thinking right now, back, like, the vignette on her, I don't recall too well. I don't. But I know, obviously, I know that she's involved later on. So we'll get to it. We will get to it. Um, but, yeah, we have all these little vignettes. We eventually land on a scene with Craig, Austin, and Shep where they're going like shopping essentially and they talk about being invited to Madison's I guess celebration party for their wedding um that is going to be held at her beautiful her friend's beautiful home oh my goodness um she had invited Austin we see that whole thing happen um but they're talking about this in this scene the three guys and um I mean, even there on film, Austin's like, I'm not going to, I'll be damned if I overthink this. And Craig literally says like, but you are, <laughs> you are thinking, overthinking this. And I just feel like I want to just honorably mention Craig and having this like adult, like renaissance, if you will, uh, both him and Madison, they've grown up a little bit and you can see it and it's really cool. Um, not in every way, like, please, let's be real. But there are things that it's like having watched this and watched them for so long, there is growth. And that's impressive, <laughs> in my humble opinion. Okay, let's get to the house. Let's get to Madison, the house, par the party for Madison and Brett, which it didn't look fun. And honestly, I wonder if it's because there was just, like, so much drama going on that people were not talking. They were, like, observing. Uh, yeah. So, what happens at this party? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> you know, people arrive one by one. It's a pretty nice situation. We see, um, Olivia and Taylor arrive together. Editing is really laying on thick that these people are, like, close. And they've really built a friendship and... Like, they should not be betraying each other, essentially. <laughs> um, so, we, they arrive, and that's where, like, shit starts to hit the fan, in my opinion. Like, you know, I don't want to, I want you guys to watch it uh, if you haven't. So, I'm not going to go into, like, detail on every single thing. But, you know, the entrances are so nice with people. And and then, <laughs> then Taylor, or Hurricane Taylor, I guess, is what we should call her on this episode, enters the villa and does she enter the villa okay she's progressively like she clearly is a little bit sloshed like entering uh she's just speaking her it just sounds like her words are a little slurred um i felt like she was a little buzzed uh so i'm like oh shit this girl's gonna she's gonna get too drunk and needless to say she does oh yeah, yeah. 
Um, before we get there, <laughs> let's just acknowledge the moment where Austin makes himself look like an ass. And honestly, if if that was it, that would have been like hysterical and funny with the episode. But Taylor just said, hold my beer and I'm going to just make you look like you did nothing. Okay. So what happens with Austin, with Austin Madison is with Brett, they're doing a nice little cheers toast. Thanks for coming, celebrating us. Anyone have anything to say? No one says anything, but Austin, like literally word vomits. Like he, you just see it come out of his mouth. It's like, I really was watching him. I saw the thought hit his eyeball or his brain. I literally saw it hit his brain and his eyeballs lit up. And I was like, don't do it, Austin. Don't fucking do it. And then he did it. He did it. He did it. He goes, <laughs> I, something about like, honestly, guys, he, this is so casual today. Forgive me, but I'm not like quoting per se, but he basically is like, I'm for it. You know, like here, woohoo. And <laughs> makes a comment, clearly acknowledging that like we i'm the ex we all know it the elephant in the room he did not have to say a damn thing at all but he did and it was terrible and he kept going with it and it was just like oh my god dear jesus stop he does he does but thank god for taylor is all i have to say because taylor taylor's bopping around she's like having her little sidebar conversations and finally she has one with shep they do not have a good conversation. She's down his throat. She's unhappy. She's digging at him. And he is taken aback by how like angry and mean she is. And mean is warranted, in my opinion. Like, it's not bad. Um, but the point being, he makes it a point that when he walks back to his, like, to Austin and Craig and, like, explains what happens, he says, oh, my God, she's, like, like, I really think I affected her. Like, he, and in the confessional, or, oh my god, the confessional, he's still in the interview. He's, he is, like, talking about how he feels as though this whole way that she's being, that he's not loving, is because of him. And it's like, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. You just realized this? That you were going to damage her? Yikes. So, anyway, she's, like, in a mood pissy she's getting loud people are watching but it's like able to be kind of like it's sort of like controlled then she bumps into craig and she says basically says to craig i'm upset that you stopped talking to me i mean this group is the most like bro code girl code uh like honorers ever is that a word i don't know and um Craig is the king of bro code. So I, I just get confused. Like, clearly, you are the ex, Taylor. He's not going to talk to you anymore. So she addresses this with him, and he's like, not today. And can I just say something? All I heard through his mouth was Paige. I heard Paige saying, like, the comebacks. Like, clearly, they've had this conversation. Um, but he basically said, don't be mad at me. Be mad at him. And he's on to something, you know, and they go back and forth. They kind of get at it. And in that heat of the moment, 
Taylor goes on to say, basically, Paige is cheating on you, or there's rumors that Paige is cheating on you. Like, what do you have to say for that? He kind of just continues to walk. Like, Craig just completely walks away, like, hearing him. He was already walking away, but he, like, really does not acknowledge it and keeps going. And I was like, I had to rewind because I'm like, did she really just say that? It was crazy un and unhinged. She was like, when they were going back and forth, she was so loud. This is a wedding party thing, and this is very inappropriate. Taylor was so unhinged in this moment. I have no idea what happened. I couldn't tell if she was too drunk. I just, I don't know. But, like, clearly this is a girl going through things, and I'm just worried for her for the rest of the season. Um, I posted a TikTok, like, kind of reacting off of the show, saying, like, what was that? And someone commented, like, very quickly that she was already on social media asking for, like, grace. <laughs> I mean, where was your grace for Shep? Like, you got to be fair. You can't, like, do that. I understand. And when I say that, I meant, like, when she annihilated him on the reunion. That's all I meant. Let's be clear. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just... I'm a little all over the place with her, but she's clearly all over the place. I'm just worried that she's not cut out for this. Like, I feel like she definitely had, like, horrible behavior patterns as a result of what she went through with Shep. And it's all going to play out over a year later when she's healed. We know that, you know, she went through loss. And I'm just like, what's going, what's like going to happen to her? You know, I just... Mental health is the priority here. Like, we got to make sure these people are okay. But this is not going to be a good season for her. We saw a little bit of a preview. And we know that this is a rumor. This page rumor is only that, a rumor. And she cannot, like, confirm it. Um, Leva pushes that. So, again, I'm excited for Leva. I want her to, like, come back and be good. I felt like she got, like, a... She was just, like, dealing with too much last season, I think. And it wasn't landing right. I didn't like her behavior. Um... But anyway, next we see that, and then we also see, um, you know, more of just the group together, more of the guys. I'm excited, the newbies, seeing more from them. I think it's going to be good. Are you guys going to be watching this season? I definitely am. Anyway, all that to say, I'm hooked already. It's not going to be Scandaval. I think they want it to be. It's not going to be. That was lightning in a bottle, friends. No pun intended, but it was. And I don't need that again, <laughs> frankly. Uh, I'm going to be watching it. Follow me along. Follow along on TikTok. I'm going to be covering it like always. I just really love that show. <laughs> so you can find, you know, thoughts on it there. But I'll bring it back. I try to um, kind of separate out recaps so that I can do a few episodes at once. Um, but I really wanted to bring you guys my thoughts on the premiere. So I'm excited about it. More to come there. A lot going on. Super casual today, guys. And I sometimes it's just good to like get it out, get all my thoughts out, um, the hot topics. And I'm going to go like listen to NSYNC for the rest of the day because your girl is saving her coin because inflation times are tough, but like NSYNC is worth it. Am I right? Also, honorable mention for like JC and Chris because you guys are unsung heroes of NSYNC. Just saying, just saying. Uh, next few weeks what is going to be happening 
if you're watching The Golden Bachelor or thinking about it, please do. I'm going to have the fam on. We're going to be recapping The Golden Bachelor. I feel like perfect opportunity. They are the target audience for The Golden Bachelor. And it's been a minute since I've watched The Bachelor. Totally has. I think I stopped watching at Hannah's season. Like, I needed a break from that. Like, I'd been watching for consistently for a long, long, long time. Um, but that's going to be a great time. And I'm really excited for Nando, the producer, hey Nando, to listen to all of that for weeks on end. So, anyway, good stuff, guys. Things are happening. I feel like reality TV is alive and kicking, given the SAG and writer strike there's still things happening here and we'll be back and I'm so excited to bring the golden bachelor to you in the coming weeks talk soon friends